0: Yeah, baby, baby, murder, murder, yeah. where my dogs at, what? what it do and what it is. This is the Sensei Said So Show. I am your Sensei, V.O. Sensei, 36 Dread Kage at a Music Clan, 10th tribe of Wakanda, and it's been a long time. We shouldn't have left you. Uh, Without a dope hard
1: step. And two. y'all already know, it's Shadow the Gold Tooth Villain, leader of the Water Nation. You know I got my double cup with me, so if y'all got your double cups with y'all, put them up in the air. Two
0: times, man, and for this episode, your double cup needs to be specific because our double cup has been special this episode. Because Distillery 36 has paired up with Surreal, the artist, the painter, the man that be painting all the murals, everything that you see and you love. They fusion danced. Yeah, the f- they that fusion, sound like, hole! that sound like an anime, that sound like some anime. You they already did know. the fusion dance, bro. We've been vibing. <laughs> off the surreal vodka from distillery 36 for two hours yo. <laughs> i know the, the,
1: brandon telling me that you ain't been stopped rapping yet yo you've <laughs> you been rapping for two he took a nap you still rapping
0: honestly the, <laughs> the 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 bottle and the art that's in the bottle it it manifested itself in it in the dojo tonight because all the people that were off the vodka they got all artistic Everybody started singing and rapping and just, (laughs) they found their flow. They found their vibe. So if you're a rapper, if you're somebody that has a creative in you, I would say get the surreal because it's made by an artist. So you have the artist flair. You have the spirit of what is the music clan. The reason why we call it Muse with a Z is because it's for the inspiration. It's for the creative person. And this vodka is creative vodka, it's not fucking your white girl wasted. White girl might not make it. No, that's not that. This is you drink it, you chill, and then you start rapping
2: for and
1: two you hours. You start rapping. Yes, okay. It's the rapid vodka. And you know, you white people like to cipher. <laughs> oh,
0: you know, you love
1: ciphering.
0: This is the perfect vodka this, to cipher to.
1: This that get together rapping a group,
0: <laughs> rapping a group, singing a group, get an singing electric guitar. There you
1: go huddling, huddling, create. It's I hope you guys have a dojo. Vodka.
0: Because that's what we did. So, like, this is testimony. This is us just giving you that reel from the field. Like, we drank it and we turned. Currently are drinking it. Currently are drinking it. That's that double cup. That's what Shadow be talking about. So, thank you for everybody who be tuning in. Thank you for our community partners. Yeah. Distillery 36. Yes. And shout out to
1: 801 Customs. Make sure you guys check out their website, 801customs.com. You know, they always got your sports apparel and the new distillery 36 website is up it's up right so now. make sure y'all go click that
0: it's easy it's distillery36.com <laughs> and yeah. if you click on the vodka tab you can see everything that we're talking about it's that easy bro it's the internet and we know what this is because all this the streaming networks they're getting oversaturated so what you're going to want now is a website You're going to want a solid website where if you're a fan of what's going on, you can find everything you want and more. And that's what Distribute 36 says. done. Are they going to find your rapping video? That's what SenseiSaidSo.com is for. (laughs) That's where they're going to find everything they want and more. And that's why we have websites. We're ahead of the curve. I don't want to give too much because that's for free. Mm -hmm. you got to pay us for this information. But that's why you all tune in. It's because we've always been ahead of the curve. So. We love everybody that's been tuning in. We love everybody who's been copying our formula. It's fine. <laughs>
1: yeah. We appreciate y'all. We, we appreciate love it. The fan. We appreciate the love that we do on everybody.
0: Imitation to, is the, the highest form of flattery. Form of flattery. So yeah. all we do is we salute if y'all. y'all. Re-
1: if y'all read, y'all would know that. Yeah. But- Y'all are listening to podcasts. So see, might, but that's what's read.
0: problem with the city is when people copy what they're doing. A lot of people get sensitive. But here at the Sensei Said So Show, we want to bring you in and say, if you're copying what we do, do it that right. means you see <laughs> the vision and we want to help you build that vision. Distillery 36 wants to help you build that vision. Surreal Art teamed up with them. They built a vision. And Sensei Said Can So Show, Can that's all it is. I put a post that said, we can make it done for the check. <laughs> it's nothing. We have the infrastructure. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You didn't you didn't hear my
1: question. Huh? Do you hear my question at all?
0: What was your question? I said, I can I
1: you paint? Can, you can I paint?
0: <laughs> what was he talking about? <laughs> I thought you said, can they paint? I said, can you paint? Can oh, you me? Yes. Oh, no. See... I I love how professional you are, though. Yeah. Was, <laughs> segue, segue. Yeah. We were in our, we were in our, we were paying bills. <laughs> that was the paying bills. Was, Can I paint? No. Oh, actually, I actually have a new form of art. I'm so happy you asked that. It's yeah, called I'm, whiteboard. Uh, it's like whiteboard art whiteboard art if okay. you give me a dry away a dry erase board mm-hmm. and fucking markers let's yeah. go and yeah <laughs> let's go that's, i that's can your do medium that. of choice yeah <laughs> i'm gonna change the game okay vincent's do well in <laughs> art <laughs> historically people named vincent but yeah there's
1: a couple of y'all but i guess i guess bro. and i got
0: both ears so i'm straight i can do very well in this industry <laughs> So
1: I'll give you that name. Okay. Shout out to all the yeah. Vincent's out Vincents out there.
0: We we have the ability to take a whiteboard, give me a couple colors and I'll sk- 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 <laughs> and give you something that you need because that's what we have. Mm-hmm. And it's dope that we've had a couple artists come through and want to collaborate with us right. because we're not that. <laughs> but it's dope that, that we have people that are that that are around us. So if I can't do it, then y'all can do it. Mhm. Get it done We can help each other get it done It's all love in this city So here in the show We got a couple of things We got to talk about When we got in the studio Actually some big news dropped So we're going to talk about that We're going to talk about What's going on in our community A couple mm-hmm. things And then we're going to talk about What's going on in society And a couple of things like that And so. talking about what's going on With, with you jazz fans out there oh First my and foremost gosh. You guys are rude Y'all hurt y'all,
1: All all jazz fans are rude Be
0: nice Y'all heard us Goddamn, Hurting us <laughs> You know, (laughs) so let's listen to some music. Let's take a quick break, and we're gonna come back, and we can get into all the shits because this is episode fifty-five. Make sure y'all get y'all double cups up, double up, yeah, boy. And if you want to see when we had Surreal Art Shade Peterson on the fucking show, it was episode forty-three. So this is a perfect time at the complex. At the the complex, complex. shout out out to them. Great show at the release. So take a moment, go to the liquor store, get you what you need. Listen to episode 43, and when you come back, we got a new episode 55, ready to go. Ready to go. Click, clack, go. clack. Go. <laughs> I'll hide you forever, train you
3: love. In my castle under water, it's where I belong. For our voices perfumed There are creatures like me can some But I'm so. for our voices perfume. No mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
1: Welcome back to the Sensei Said So Show. That was William G. Kidd, Nomenclature. He was just in the studio vibing with it, so shout out to him, you know. Sensei. Shout out to
0: Alexa Bird as well. Yeah, shout for out to Alexa track. Bird on that track too. Absolutely. You can find that in all the music that we have on the descriptions. Dot com. Yeah, projected, you know. You, you, um, was just, you was
1: just talking about how speak. you and William
0: G. Kidd was doing your thing. <laughs> That's the problem. We've been singing too much that, you know. My vocal cords have been worked out. (laughs) (laughs) But we appreciate everybody for
1: for tuning in and listening in. So make sure y'all get Distillery 36 and y'all cup. If you did hit the liquor store like Sensei demanded, no matter what time it is, 5 o'clock somewhere. Unless it's Sunday. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's a great point. Unless it's Sunday, then you got to hit up the the bootlegger down the street at your apartment number 3 that sell it on Sundays. We know we all got one of those. But... That being said, we want to get back into it. We have some tragic news that did just come in.
2: It just dropped while we're in the studio. While we're though. in the
1: studio. This, this, is, this is tragic for the music industry, the hip hop community, really, you know, West Coast artists and, and fans of Nipsey Hustle. Because via the complex, he just word he just got shot six times outside of his uh the marathon store in LA, you know, and that's his hometown. That's where he's from, you know. That's that's Nipsey, West Side. It's Lawson. So it's 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 tragic news. Um I believe he's reported dead. Three people, three people were involved in the shooting. Yeah, Uh two I believe are dead. One is fighting for their life. So we do wanna give our, our respects and our condolences and, and our utmost respect to Nipsey Hustle's family, his legacy and everything that he has been about because Growing up, me specifically looked at Nipsey Hussle's l- l- legacy and, and his brand, and, and I want to imitate that. You know, I, I I love how independent and how he looks after his own people and how he did the f- work from the ground up to build his empire and his legacy. So I do just want to respect and show my re- utmost respect for Nipsey Hussle and everything that he stands for. Rest in, and in everything. peace. Yeah, so rest in peace he will forever live on. This isn't this isn't one of those like little oh he was just up and coming and and took it too early. No, he built a whole empire, you know, he impacted the hip hop industry like the community. Like really most people can't do especially coming from where he came from.
0: So RIP Nipsey Hussle. Long live Nipsey Hussle. It's a sad story, man. And in the situation, it begs the question and it begs the conversation that Boosie once brought up on Flat TV where he talked about rappers get killed in their own city because of hate, because of envy, because of jealousy, because of all these things that if you look back in history, if you look back in philosophy, these are called the cardinal sins. And even though we're so new and we have the internet and we think that the lessons that we we ignore from the past don't matter, but these are the different things that we're still struggling with today because it's like, Why is it that if you get successful in your city, people are envious of you to the point that they'll take your life? Because look back on the last probably 10 years, Mm -hmm. maybe five years, every rapper that's died, it's in their own city
1: yeah triple x triple x died got murdered in his own city
0: so what does that say to you as somebody who's working in the city who has a lot of people that support us but let's be honest like we're here the sensei said so show there are situations that are a little bit tight there's tension we see certain people as you continue to grow in the city with nipsey dying like what does that say to you like how do you take that in your own city So the the, and that's the craziest part is these
1: these last two high profile hip hop murders um, from Triple X and getting murdered in Florida and Nipsey Hussle getting murdered in in California really scares the hell out of me, to be honest, because it's like I can do everything for the city, really build the brand from the ground up. Involve everybody in the city I can to really love and nurture and get it up. And there's going to be people that you have excluded that see that you didn't do that. Don't believe that that's what you were doing and your intentions were. And they're envious and they want to break you down for that. And they'll cut you down if they have that opportunity. That being said, there's the other route of triple X where you just pop early. You didn't need to put the groundwork in because you were just a hot boy at the time. You know, boom, I blew. Okay, fine. I didn't even put the groundwork like that into my city because... I'm still young. I didn't have time to put that much work in, but I'm blowing. I'm starting to give back. I'm starting to do to do. They're going to kill you anyways too. that same situation because you blew too quick and you didn't you didn't come up from the city. You didn't come up from the ground roots. So it's like a double edged sword in this in this industry specifically because of where people in this frame of work come from you know but
0: let's talk about our city because we do have some artists that have decided to say hey i'm going to stay in utah i'm going to grow in the city i'm going to grow in the community of salt lake and whatever the the market is that is going to become salt lake hip-hop i'm going to stay and you have some artists who are leaving and going i'm going to leave for somewhere else right and while you want to look at it and say why are you turning your back on your own hometown like why would you diss your own city but then you see artists dying in their own city dying in their own getting you know. shot in their own city like so as an artist as somebody who is popping as somebody who is trying to revolutionize and do basically what Nipsey has you done know, in LA <laughs> it's, it's scary because the what, the situation
1: that we're doing and the, and the infrastructure that we've built is a similar situation to what he did in his city in California which is just a state of, you know two states over so it's like somebody that is minding their own business and, and in their own lane just just in it to really bring their dream to fruition really still has haters you are hating on this nigga for doing being in his own lane like but why is
0: <laughs> is this only hip hop
1: and that's the question i don't know cuz we have to we have to keep into account where you know young black artists do come from you know typically they come from uh they come from poor cities they come from you know LA is still it's, LA it's that's LA. what people forget th- th- these kids like, are coming from crazy situations yeah so I, I go to, to California
0: because <laughs> I always said that Utah is kind of like the sister state of California I love California we got a lot of love for California our editor Mark Engel is from California mm-hmm. I have condos in California that I'm not going to tell y'all niggas where no, it's at. They'll run up in them. No way. <laughs> not after this, but just know I'd be out in California often at least once or twice a year at minimum. But it's like, we forget that LA is still LA. Chicago is still Chicago. New York is still New York, but it's like, it's only specific to hip hop. We don't hear about country artists getting gunned down in Tennessee. Right. You don't hear about pop artists get gunned down. You don't even hear
1: about the Screamo niggas running up into each other's Screamo studios and killing each other.
0: As aggressive as the genre of Screamo is (laughs) they're not even no
1: violence. They have their outlet. They're screaming. They they got their outlet out. But
0: I remember we talked about it last episode when we talked about Floyd Mayweather and we said like we can't have as the black community, we can't afford to have people working against us. Like mm-hmm. it's hard enough that we're trying to do what we're doing. Like hip-hop culture has taken such a step forward. Like, it's become mainstream. It's become mm-hmm. what movies and like Ellen and daytime talk shows yeah. have become and centered themselves around. Like, we can't afford to have somebody like Nipsey Hussle, who's making an infrastructure in LA and in the West Coast, get gunned down by his own people. Mm. Like, is, those are the things we can't afford. We can't. And, and that's
1: why it's truly a tragic situation because of the, t- you know, the time frame in which he was killed. He, he's only 30. He's only 33 years old. 33, bro. He's built a huge infrastructure since he was probably like 17, 18 So all that years of work that he built and he's still young. So he still had a whole nother 30 more years to go to build and to uplift. And who knows who, who he was going to put on and bring on up at that time, you know?
0: But, but shadow, shadow, can we be honest? Mark, can we be honest on the sensei said so show? We have to be real. Can we we be honest? We either honest or we ain't shit. At what point do we stop bullshitting as the black community and say, this street shit is detrimental? Because we, we chastise somebody like Cardi B for speaking her truth and saying, in the past, I used to do fucked up shit, but that's not who I am now. But we have niggas doing active bullshit, right. murdering people who are the future, who are building the infrastructure right. that's supposed to take us out of where we used to be. But like we glorify it. We listen to the rappers. I, I will put myself on the chopping block. I listen to rappers who talk about violent crimes, mm-hmm. but then a violent crime happens to somebody like Nipsey Hussle and we're shook and we'll over right, it. Right. Right. So like, we got to make a decision. Are we going to glorify bullshit or are we going to hold people to a standard where we say in this country with how much power and responsibility we have as an important part of American culture, do we say if we're not with the fuck shit, all the fuck shit, needs to be drowned out. All the stuff that is detrimental to the black community cannot be celebrated. Because you look at pimp balls and player galleries and all the street rappers that get glorified, we're going to chastise Cardi B, but Rick Ross putting Molly on your champagne, you ain't even know that. And you're not even worried about it. And then Nipsey gets shot, and we look at it, and we stop, and we go, shit's fucked up. But then it's like...
1: But then we're going to... But the, probably it's just fucked up. But the nigga, that, but the nigga that murdered Nipsey is going to go on IG Live tomorrow, get his clout from it. Niggas are going to follow him. He's going to drop an album. Now he's on off Killing a Legend, you know? And that's the rap game. That's because the craziest situation about the rap game is is that's, that's the shit we do glorify. Well, YNW Melly is on trial for double murder right now of two of murder. his own niggas who have YWN in their names. Partners. His own camp. You know, a nigga like that kills somebody like Nipsey, and now what? Now, now that now two two hot niggas in in the industry that are making shit popping and buzzing now are gone because one of them didn't know how to act, and, and the other one was I don't know was a reaching out. Who knows? I'm not saying Nipsey wasn't reaching out to help the youth because he was. I I don't know how you can prevent situations like this in our in the hip hop community because of. The situations that these kids come from, it's different if this is a high profile rap beef and, you know, Yo Gotti and Young Dolph where they're, they're chasing each other across the country, shooting at each right. other. We understand the beef. If you get killed, it's yes, because you're one of them Young Dolph niggas probably got you, you know, but this is different. This is homegrown hate. This is a homegrown envy, you know, and how can you stop homegrown envy? You can't put everybody on. You can't bring everybody
0: on the bus with you. You can try, I guess. I don't know, you know. But is it a situation <laughs> like Lil Bucci talked about where it's like you have to leave your city because you can't stop envy. Right. Envy exactly. is a cardinal exactly. sin. Envy is something that philosophically has been ingrained into human DNA. Like you talk about shit like keeping up with the Joneses. That's a version of envy. Envy. You're envious of your neighbor. So it's like can you fix human nature in one generation, two generations, or is it easier to just leave? Mm. Is it easier that like when we, when the sensei said, so show gets popping, I got to go to grand junction, Colorado, just because y'all are envious. And I can't help that because we want to change that. Nobody wants people to be envious. Like I don't like nobody who's doing anything. Like as you've grown, as you've gotten more, I don't want to speak for you, but like, Anybody who's got the right heart when you get more you want to give more. I we have this beautiful infrastructure and all I want to do is put people on. You know? And it'd be crazy if
1: somebody that you that you put on's friend was mad that you didn't put them on as well and now they caught you at the Smith's while you trying to get groceries for my
3: baby.
0: Right. They go, what? <laughs> so it's like is it easier to just leave? But you don't want to do that. Right?
1: I mean, you got, and then, and then there's that situation. If you leave, oh, he left the city. Oh, he not, he not about the city no more. But you come back to the city to show the city love and always remember where you're from. Niggas don't want you to stay at your roots. You Can know? we be honest? Let's be honest.
0: I'll leave. Of course, I'll leave. I'll leave the fuck. I've already left. Do you know what city we're in? I used to be a Bro, West. You know? No, hold on, hold on. <laughs> I used to be a Salt Lake, 13th and Park, fucking West Jordan nigga. I used to be out here. I left. I watched what y'all kids are doing, <laughs> shooting people up in Kearns and West Jordan and like everything that's going in the Salt Lake and I was like, I'm leaving. I worked too hard. <laughs> I worked I got I got kids. You know? Like, like I'm I'm am
1: from, from Rose Park, you know, I'm from I'm from right. the West. So I, I I I love all the people in there. but I understand. I understand that there's those little Mexican niggas running around shooting people and don't care what you've done for this city. I know care. that. I know that they just want your bag and would take it from you and give a fuck if you
0: one of them rap ass niggas don't care. But there was a video that went around on Facebook where it was like, it was talking about Chicago and they asked a young, a young dude, a young soldier in the streets. And they were like, is there a way where we can bring big homies, you know, like the OGs in your community? And they were like, it's different now. These young kids don't Don't care. There's no, there's no organization. There's no infrastructure. Like that's the reason why we talk about why Utah hip hop hasn't gone where we should be. It's infrastructure Mm -hmm. because people are young. The internet is so different that it's real, but it's not. So people are building a brand on the internet, but it's not real because you haven't taken the steps to do what it's What's necessary to say, hey, to be a br- physical brand? This is real. <laughs> this isn't an imaginary thing. Because right. if you don't take the steps, you're imaginary. You're not real. Your brand is not real. If you stop rapping tomorrow, you're not real. money. Isn't still coming in for you? <laughs> if it was in the first place, right? It's you're blessed if you're getting money off your art. You're blessed. You're in the one percent. So like you're living a a, a artificial reality. And then you do some real street shit and and what do we do? What do we do as a community? Do we look at it and go, we need to go back to the hood shit where it's like take all rap off the internet, make everything real, or do we have to assimilate to this new hip hop culture in the internet where it's like everybody's trying to do stuff for the clout. there's nothing you can do about it. You just gotta be safe there's there's, there's there literally is
1: nothing you could do about it there there literally is you you saw you saw uh YBN Almighty J go to New York, yes. who's signed to Jay Prince's label, who, yeah. who is that nigga in, the, in in Texas, you know? Jay Prince
0: and, is the boogeyman
1: <laughs> of hip hop. <laughs> and they whooped that little nigga's ass, took his chain, and gave him and, and left him with stitches, bleeding. Hit him with a Hennessy. Jay pop. Prince was like, "How how dare y'all touch my artist? But N- J- you, nigga, they don't care about you or your artist, Jay Prince.
0: They going back to going back to that Facebook article that we talked about where. They asked one of these young kids in Chicago, they said, is there any way we can bring the, the big homies in and have some sort of regulation? And what they said was, y'all don't live the life that we live. Y'all don't have guns pointed at you with beams on them and freaking like night vision. Right. Like, we'll shoot y'all old dudes, too. And it's like, so what do we do with that? Is it easier to just segregate? Because then the the conversation of segregation off of behavior, not off of race. The segregation off of if you're an internet dude, you're here and I'm gonna be here. And I'm not gonna interact with y'all because y'all are different. Y'all are not the same (laughs) as the rest of us (laughs) civilians, just trying to, it it becomes a situation where you're trying to dodge crazy. Every day I leave my house, I'm trying to dodge crazy people. You know? Mark, what do you think? Like, we got Mark Engel, you know, you know, Mark, editor. Hey. (laughs) Olympic
2: athlete, what's up, Supreme? Um, I just have one thing to say. Like, I feel like you know you can't take personal responsibility for the violence that goes on
3: You're and right. for the
2: glorification of it in hip hop. But um, what you can take personal responsibility for is like the vibes you put out. So, like, one possible way to help is to put out music that you believe is positive and uplifting like put out you know put like put have, out music have your that, art combat the, yeah. the the you know all the
1: crime you know? all the negativity have your art do something about it yeah you make like it stevie great wonder stevie yeah. yes Let's go. <laughs> stevie wonder that you can feel it all over <laughs>
2: Exactly. Yeah, put out good vibes yes. you know
1: but it is a tragic situation that that we did lose somebody like Nipsey hustle in in a city like LA you know they we know about the streets of LA Whoop-de-whoop Shit happens People People have enemies People have secrets People have skeletons We can't speak for the man But we can speak for the man's legacy Because we are a witness to it And he has a great legacy And will forever be remembered Especially for us that are Hard die hard West Coast hip hop fans So If y'all just want to take a moment of silence While we while we go ahead and go to this This musical break For Nipsey Hussle Pour up your shots and we gon' vibe with y'all in a sec man
4: yeah. Searching for the root of all my suffering and pain. Searching for the root of all my suffering and pain. You see, I'm searching for the root of all my suffering and pain. I'm digging till the day I find change. You see, I'm searching for the root of all my suffering and pain. Searching for the root of all my suffering and pain. You see, I'm searching for the root of all my suffering and pain. I'm digging till the day I find change. Uh, uh. This feeling, it ain't feeling right. Damn. I've never seen this color sprite, yeah, but if this will bring paradise, uh, then pour some more for tonight, damn. I don't know what I consumed Spinning fast It's either me Or it's the room it can't Yeah, can me And if drizzy songs Are making sense i faded, uh, faded That's I'm how faded. I know For sure a nigga bent Time and time again I gotta turn around And tell the pain You don't have control My nigga Somehow I'ma hold the reins Darkness doesn't have control I'm searching for The warmth of day But my skin is filling up from the ice water Running in my veins Catch me lashing out In anger Lashing out in violence Listening for heaven speak The voice is getting quiet Sun is Searching, fearing that my demons talk the silence. Oh yeah. Sudden burst of conscience as the mute is cut by oh no. sirens. Oh Lord. Searching for the root of all my suffering and pain. You see, I'm uh, searching for the root of all my suffering and pain. Yeah. Searching for the root of all my suffering and pain. I'ma, I'ma dig until the, 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 the day I find change. You see, I'm searching for the root of all my suffering and pain. Mm-hmm. Searching for the root of all my suffering and pain. You see, yeah. I'm searching for the root of all my suffering and pain. I'ma dig until yeah. the day I find yeah. change. Uh, uh, my vision's feeling more than weak, head spinning like a windmill, I'm feeling more than meek, more than uh. meek. the road to hell is hella steep, we just follow one another, damn, damn bro, damn. we must be sheep, damn. and if we are, then who the wolves that pull the wool over our eyes, yeah. if we know thy enemy, the venom, it is no surprise, uh. The root is where the soul resides Answers all lay deep inside yeah, yeah. Rooted where the secrets lie Confliction in my spirit But my mind ain't trying to my hear it to Thunder hear Thunderstorms it. remain the norm I'm searching for, searching for a clearance Trying a to keep a smile on If only for appearance. for appearance I'm gonna keep on digging Cause I feel I'm getting near it I'm Getting Closer to the root of all my suffering and pain for Closer to the day that I know all my devil's names I know Living in the shadow where my vision's getting narrow yeah. Purity and innocence Been taken from the marrow getting Searching for the root of all my suffering and pain. Searching for the root of all my suffering and pain. You see, I'm searching for the root of all my suffering and pain. I'ma dig until the day I find change. You see,
3: I'm searching for the root of all my suffering and pain. Searching for the root of all my suffering and pain. You see, I'm searching for the root of all my suffering and pain. I'ma the day I find change.
4: Hold on, yeah. Uh.
1: With the Sensei Said So Show That was Your very own Sensei V.O. Sensei 36 yeah. Judd Kage of, of whatever planet he on we, You know he be on that good loud <laughs> But that was Root Digger Make sure y'all check it out saidso.com. Please if you see Sensei on the streets Tell him we need more music Drop it for us Music clinic too <laughs> exclusive So you know we getting him back inspired He's doing his thing We got the studio almost fully assembled and it's over for y'all once it's fully assembled. So it's like Voltron. <laughs> so since they said so .com, shout out to Distillery Thirty Six, shout out to uh their collab with Surreal Art. So shout out to, to Surreal Vodka that they had. That's launched what we with on that. This we, we drinking yeah. that
0: right now in the cup. So yeah, we going bro. up all day, no butts. A lot of <laughs> shit coming from him too, so you gotta make sure you tune in to Surreal and what he's got going on. But the vodka right now. It's lit. It's lit. It's lit. Shout out to 801
1: Customs. Make sure 801customs.com. Y'all check out the apparel and what they do. But let's get back into it. Y'all heard the voice of a beloved engineer here, an Olympic skier, and a musician. So he is who you want your daughter to date.
4: <laughs> hey.
2: Mark Angle. He is who
0: you want your daughter to date. <laughs>
2: How you doing, Mark? What's good? (laughs) Doing doing good, man. Um, Honestly, I'll just... I actually... um, I've kind of been having a hard week because uh, I decided this is going to be my last year of ski racing. Mm -hmm. My back is uh, not at the point where I'm able to be competitive. Be at the highest level. At that world level. And um, I just competed with the university of Utah. So, but I'm out of eligibility. I'm a senior. I'm too old, (laughs) Um, but it's hard to transition. It's been such a big part of my life. And I actually just wanted to ask both of you something Mm -hmm. like right off the bat, like you've both been gone through this transition, right? You were both very involved Mm -hmm. in sports and then, and then moved on. Like I want both of you to, to tell me like what, was hard about that for you and and like what helped what helped you or first or off, if it was hard was first
0: it? off, I'm honored that you, who has reached the pinnacles of where you have reached wants to ask us this question yeah so first off, I'm honored I'm honored yes. second of all, it was strange it was because I remember being like every decision I've made since the sixth grade has been about putting a small ball into a <laughs> round hole <laughs> what else do I do? Like if I don't do this, what else do I do? Mm. And what I realized what was through. I fell back on what my friends were doing. When I came back to Utah, cause I went to Colorado to hoop. So when I came back, it was like, what are y'all doing? And I kind of just opened myself up to say, what are my other skills? What are my other talents? And then my friends were doing music. And I said, Oh well, I'm going to just kind of fall into what you guys are doing. And in that, I found a passionate musician. So what I would mm-hmm. say is like, find the circle that you're around. It just so happens you're in a dojo and just say, <laughs> what a, what am I already doing? When I come back and I'm not doing my athletic ability, what do I do outside of that? Because that's the next thing. Like, The answer you want is sometimes right around the corner. It's sometimes right in front of you. Yeah, and for me, mine, mine was a little
1: different. My, my transition because I was a, a multi-sport athlete. You know, I played basketball, football, played rugby, I ran track. Like I, I did it all. So I had a lot of avenues. It wasn't just like, oh, well, if I don't make it to, to you know, playing college or NFL football, then it's over for me. Like, no, I could probably go play basketball somewhere. You know, no, play, co- play college, play college rugby. rugby. You're crazy. You're crazy. You're crazy. How tall are you? Hater. Hater. i t- tall? Tall
0: enough to hoop in, in Lithuania I will de- <laughs> in Taiwan in fucking Korea <laughs> I will I will I will
1: do you in I will do but anyways that being said so so when I, <laughs> so when I went to college <laughs> I still had that 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 fire to pursue something you know it wasn't necessarily like oh alright if my if my football dream is dead on me now nah, I'm lost it was like alright my football dream might have died on me Where else am I going to go? I still Mm -hmm. have these other options because I'm still young and I'm athletic and I'm smart, you know? So it wasn't, I didn't bank everything on one specific sport. So then when I, you know, when I got out of it, it was crazy. For me, it was more like when I decided this music calling is buzzing so loud in my ear that it's distracting me from my athletics. Mm. That's when I was like, okay, I need to make a decision because within me, I can't split myself in half and give each part 50%. I can't, I won't succeed in either one. So I either need to go full into this sports and I'm going to stay here and do this, you know, like you did for Mm -hmm. at the Olympic level or like commit and sacrifice everything for it. Mm -hmm. Or I'm going to have to cut that tie and fully invest everything into this new avenue that is calling me and and that I can't ignore. And I made the decision to cut the ties of the sports because I I went through that I experienced it. I wanted to go to a situation that I was new to and that was going to re-inspire me to work harder on myself, you know, just like sports. And I'm glad that you
0: said that because it's not like (laughs) sports was a wasted endeavor. Mm -mm. You just take the lessons you learn from sport because when you look at sports, sports is honestly humans trying to simulate war. It's just we're civil, so we can't just do that. So it's like we want to compete and we want to put nation against nation, person (laughs) against person, athlete against athlete in different ways and different things because we can't just go to fucking war. (laughs) And not kill each other. (laughs) In that, you learn lessons that are so raw. You learn raw human lessons that if you can apply that to art, business, Mm. any Mm. different industry, Mm -hmm you're different than people who didn't do that because they've never been there. They've never mm-hmm. been that close to like, these are the lessons that create survival. These are the lessons that like humans use to become what we are. Mm-hmm. And you're simulating that through athletics. So you just got to take those lessons and be like, I'm a dominant Supreme apex athlete. So I will be a dominant <laughs> supreme, supreme apex. Musician. blank. Right. Exactly. And the blank is up to you exactly, so, and that's what's fun is that you've anything. shown yourself that like you can go to the pinnacle, right? Essentially, so essentially. <laughs> whatever you want to do, you have the ability to go to the pinnacle. You just have to keep that same energy. You just got to keep that keep same. So that's that's for us to
1: answer that question. You just got to. You just gotta, the, if, if you keep transition that into, same into something else, energy. just keep that same energy. So what what. Okay. Now we're going back to you. How are you feeling about this transition? But first, first uh let everybody know a little bit about your background, your accolades, especially about um the the um the Asian the Asia trip that you went for hey. the Olympics, you know? Yeah. Cuz I'm I'm sure everybody's interested about uh, that. all
2: right. Yeah, I'm uh I've been an alpine ski racer since 7 years old. Uh my dad taught me how to ski when I was before I could walk, he Did helped you love it or between it, was his it, was legs. Was it pressed on you? My first memories of skiing are turning and smiling and just <laughs> loving it. <Yes>. Like, <clears throat> sports was my... Skiing is my outlet. Like, it's, it was a creative passion in a way. Um, and so I've always loved it. Um, and, yeah, I kept kept racing. Um, eventually made the U.S. team. Um I was one. I wasn't on anyone's radar at a young age. I was. Okay. I believed I was great. Oh, okay, that's <laughs> all, and that's obviously all you need. That was yeah. That's that belief carried <laughs> carried me through um, the failures, and I just kept pushing at it, and uh, eventually, yeah, uh,
3: eventually had a great coach. ended up in Asia.
2: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> made it to uh, the Olympics. That was my lifelong dream. So, um, yeah, I went there. Last season, my whole family came out um that was really cool. My parents had never left the u s before so okay um, are was... you are you you an only child no i have a, a brother and a sister and are they athletic uh, my sister did ski racing till age sixteen and uh-huh. um was pretty good and my brother um yeah, he did the free ride, so he goes up in the air and does flips and oh okay lands and he's a He's extremely athletic. Yeah. Um, are, who's the
1: are you the are you the athlete or are um, you just the one I was, that made it
2: in your craft? I was the one who had uh the obsession to <laughs> to continually pursue one thing with absolute focus and but ignore other things. But that's interesting
0: to me because now that I'm I'm in the position where I'm about to have multiple kids, I've been thinking about like what personalities and what like how is the kid number two going to be different from kid number one because mm-hmm. kid number one has different passions, mm-hmm. different things that she goes, I want to do this. I want to do that. And it's like, well, what's going to be different? Like, is this kid going to be like, I don't want to do shit. <laughs> I don't want to do anything. <laughs> or Maybe. I'm going to obsess so much that I mm-hmm. might be an Olympic athlete. One right. Day. Off of something that my older sibling
1: does. something that older sibling just does as a hobby I'm gonna obsess over because Mm. I grew up you just having it as a hobby but me wanting to do it yeah so it's interesting interesting Mm. the dynamic but go ahead and uh, explain your transition Mark now that you're saying where do you see yourself right you're you're, you're about to leave out of it a lot you know and there's always the path that like if you can't if you can't play, you coach. You know, can't play, mm. you train. You know, if if your body won't allow you to do it no more, then you use your mind to allow others' bodies to do it better. Right. You know? Or you so. just leave, or you just leave, and you're like, I had a great time, mm. and you just lay up, like you know, and, and get a couple car dealerships,
2: like Carmelone, and move to the countryside. <laughs> <laughs> moving to the country. Get you some
1: horses that ain't seen a basketball
2: since. <laughs> Gonna sell a lot of Hyundais. I'm moving to the country. Gonna sell a lot of uh, <laughs> Um, Well, yeah, so that, that's that been the hardest part of my transition the last weeks. Um, I, I did my last ski race. I went to NCAAs with the U- University of Utah mm-hmm. team. And we won the championships as a team, yeah. which was awesome and amazing. And shout out to my coaches and teammates who just yeah, shout out the team did, one time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was just so cool to be a part of it. I grew really, really close to everyone on the team this year. It was really like a family environment mm. and just was a blast to be a part of. Um, that's made it hard like to after leave. The, <laughs> yeah. After the World Cup, honestly, I went to the Olympics, but I was kind of burnt out. Um, you know, we traveled many Uh, months out of the year, I didn't see my family much and, um, considered quitting like multiple times, but I pushed through and was happy that I did. Um, but anyway, um, I, I went to that race, I went to spring break and then I got back home in Salt Lake Mm -hmm. and then I was like, what am I going to do? And it clicked like, Oh, Oh. I need an outro. I need, I need (laughs) need
1: need an outro. I need to figure out how I'm going to gracefully leave this sport without, Kobe Bryant and myself.
2: <laughs> yeah. Um, what? Uh, yeah. Anyways, um, the University of Utah offers a, like an internship kind of program for yeah. fifth year people. So um, they, they'll they still support me with, with an athletic scholarship. Um, but I'm going to be, uh, I, I want to continue my education because I've really enjoyed learning this year. Um, and, I can be a coach's assistant on the team, so okay. I'll be at some of the trainings, at some of the racings, and I've learned so much in the past years. Because okay. I feel like I really had to. So you want to stay? You want to stay involved? Uh, yeah. You don't, like you don't, don't want to retire and, and like
1: take a break and leave it alone. You want to? I'm gonna like, go straight. Want, yeah, you retire and, and help and come right back into the. Program yeah. in the industry, okay, and I'm sure they would appreciate that.
0: I'm sure they would love to. That's
1: that's what I did. That, that's yeah. what I did. As is as, as, as soon as my uh, playing days were starting to get come to a fruition, come to an end, I was like, let me get my personal training certificate. Let me get some experience in 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 coaching and training young athletes. So now, a couple years down the the road later, I have that experience, mm-hmm. and now I'm around the sport still, and I'm not playing. You know, so. I completely understand that. That being said, let's go ahead and take a musical break before we get into some more topics cuz we do need still need to cover a real important issue with the police. We do. <laughs> we do. So, we're going to cue that up for when y'all come back. We're going we're going to get Mark's opinion on it. We're going to get Sensei's opinion on it. We're going to re- really going to dive into it. And we're going to cover the rap sheet because Cardi B has said some flagrant Technical one ejected from the game comments, and we have to run that by. So, y'all go ahead and pull up your double cups. We are gonna see y'all all right after the musical break.
3: Um, she gonna do this for the fame. i do it for the fortune. She gonna do this for the fame. I'ma do it for the fortune. She gonna do this for the fame. I'ma do it for the fortune. She gon' do this for the fame, I'ma do this for the fortune. She gon' do this for the fame, I'ma do it for the fortune. Yeah. Love me cause I'm in the game, triple devil, let us score. Yeah. Ay, spit the check up on the chain, let the diamond, they ain't important. Yeah. Love it when I make a rain, but tell my mama this is fortune. She gon' do this for the fame, I'ma do it for the fortune. Yeah. Love me cause I'm in the game, triple devil, let us score. Put the check up on the chain flood the diamonds, they important Loving when I make it rain But to my mama, this is sweet. We all in to rack it up I got the killer nigga in my cup. Just another mama, light it up. Show you a world, never get the time You have the name and the family I taught a game and she turns it She gave me praise, still. I brought my game and it's taming I heard the bitches always barking about me them pigeons always flog around me. Trendy figure while they talk around me. Switch the flow up, now they never down. Uh, yeah. All these pills got a nigga drown. What, what? We just kickin', shit kickin' round around. She gon' do this for the fame, I'ma do it for the fortune. Ay, love me cause I'm in the game. Triple double, I'ma score. Ay, spit the check up on the chain, flood the diamond, they import it. Love it when I make a rain, but to my mama, this is torture. She to do this for the fame. I'ma do it for the fortune. Love me cause I'm in the game. Triple double level score. Spread the check up on the chain. Flat the diamonds, they import it. Love it when I make a rain, but my mama, this is torture. She gon' do it for the frame. I'ma do it for the power. I'ma do it for the change.
4: Hundred dollars A couple chains and a pound of the sour Do your dance to bring the rain And I'll come with the shower Tryna do it for the fame And the diamonds they imported Tryna make myself a name That'll last past the fortune Couple bezels on the ring.
3: Check up on the chain, flat the diamonds, they're important. Love it when I make a rain, but tell my mama, this is torture She gon' do this for the fame, I'ma do it for the fortune Ay, Love me cause I'm in the game. Triple double, let me score. Spit the check up on the chain, flat the diamonds, they're important. Love it when I make a rain, but tell my mama, this is torch.
0: You guys already know where you're at. You guys already know what we got going on. That was Fame and Fortune. If you haven't found it already, again, so.com Everything we have is in the description. So whether you're listening to it on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, all you really need to do is plug into the, the description and you can find the links for everything you need and more. And really, that's what art and that's what content is going to be is – Find what you love and just dive in. Again. Don't worry about like what people are talking about on Twitter. If you don't like Game of Thrones, don't watch Game of Thrones. <laughs> it's fine. Find what you like, find those links and just dive into content that's for you. And really all we're trying to do here at the Music clan and is give you so much content that if you like what we do, you have enough content to just live. Mm-hmm. It's a lifestyle. We got over 24 hours of podcasts ready for you, and that's not including including music and more. So keep tuning in. Shout out to Distillery. Shout out to 801 Custom. Shout out to Surreal. Community Podcast. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. And you know we got Mark Engel in the building. Whoop. You doing good, Mark? Yeah, I'm doing good. <laughs> You're Thanks. doing good. You're doing good. So... We did want to move on, move forward, get into the, the Everett, the Everett, the rap sheet one time. And you like you like hip hop, Mark? I do. You do. You hip hop, you, you, you hip hop fan?
2: I am. Um, I'm not a fan of hip hop that uh, like you mentioned earlier, that's that's like glorifying violence. or You don't like
1: murder rap like V I likes. No, V loves him some murder
0: rap.
2: Even uh, no.
0: <laughs> you like uplifting edgy music, <laughs> yes, exactly. Adult contemporary hip hop, that's what we call <laughs> like,
2: like, Four, the Fort Kendricks. Five, uh, Jurassic Five. Um, yeah, that's sort of
0: okay. Okay, so, so, so we call the rap sheet the rap sheet because here at the Sensei Said Show show, it is society and hip hop culture because hip hop controls the world. Oof. So, in hip hop, we had. An interesting dilemma, Shadow. (laughs) A dilemma. It is. It is. It is the problem with hip hop. So go ahead and set it up, Shadow, and then we're going to talk about it.
1: Well, yeah. So the issue right now is with Cardi B. And before y'all, oh, no, don't protect Cardi at all costs. I'm a fan. I do like Cardi. I'm a fan of somebody coming from the mud, getting out their situation to better their lives. I will never knock somebody for doing what they need to to better themselves and their children. Go ahead, do your thing. My issue is with what she what she's trending for right now, which is for an old Instagram video of her. <laughs> I can't even. say That's wild that I have to say this in twenty nineteen. But yeah. but yeah, it is this is this is how this is where we're at right now. She was passionately confessing to how she used to quote unquote. Lure men back to the hotel rooms that wanted to, that wanted to fuck
0: and drug them up and rob them. So we are gonna create a new game here at the Sensei Said So show called "What's Wrong." Drug drug them up and rob them.
1: No, so I, gonna, I ain't
0: stutter. So
1: we going yes. hold on. We gonna play a game <laughs> called. You
2: say is passionately <laughs> confessing. This is an old Instagram video. Was she (laughs) bragging about it or was she?
1: She was saying it like, how dare y'all come at me for drugging and robbing niggas when I was broke and came from interluting, you know, like. It was like an (laughs) honest
0: confession. And see, here's, I'm going to unpack this for y'all because that's what y'all come to the sensei said social for. The problem with what she did was the medium that she told it. Mm -hmm. If she put it in a book, we have no problem. If she puts it in her music, we have no problem. Mm. The problem was she spoke it on Instagram, so she allowed the court of public opinion to break it apart. Mm-hmm. Because every rapper you love has talked about robbing somebody. You know? So if we're going to be so reactionary towards her just talking about a different form of robbery, (laughs) then the infrastructure of hip hop is about to collapse because everybody who is criticizing Cardi for, Oh, you're drugging people and robbing them with the same people singing. I ran off on the plug twice, which (laughs) is robbing your plug over (laughs) drugs. So whether you're drugging people or robbing people for (laughs) drugs, what are we talking about here now? A lot of people have been comparing what Cardi was doing to Bill Cosby. Right. What do you think about that?
1: Me, me personally, I think she should be held accountable, not legally, because I never want to I never want to leave the, you know, the hands of a minority in the in, in, in the. In the hands of the FBI, or, you know, of the justice system, because, you know, they do things a little bit different. So I'm, I'm never just going to give somebody up to that. But I do believe she needs to make atonement nationally, an outspoken atonement or, or some sort of atonement that she has changed and is not or never will be that person again because right now she's like y'all mad at me for, for for doing what I had to do no cardi there's a lot of women out there that are raising children that don't have to be out there robbing niggas this is true simple refugees some refugees are, are most refugees are not robbing niggas to survive in a different country that they have no money no funds no people in in there you you know you are from america so yeah. you have family you have situations that can help you out i'm not saying that that it wasn't hard. It probably was hard. It was probably crazy for you, you know, but being the victim of saying, your your surroundings caused me to be this person, but I'm no longer this person is an excuse. So my <laughs> question to you
0: though, is why don't you expect that of all the rappers that you listen to that talk about robbing plugs, robbing drug dealers, robbing different people, hitting licks. If you're a sucker, you're going to get licked. Do you expect the same thing from all of them? Yes. Yes, so why I do. do you, so I why do. do you listen to hip hop cuz none do. of them are Be- giving you that. Because <laughs>
1: because none because, of them have given Because you that. me me as a listener is 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 different between me as an advocate, you know. I'm not going to advocate all this murder music and all this whoop-dee-doo. I'm not going to advocate that. I will advocate an expression for young kids that come from the street mm-hmm. to try and make it out. Mm-hmm. All right, bro. if That's what you had to do. That's what you had to do. We can't mm-hmm. change that, bro. We can't. Mm-hmm. But you don't. You can't keep doing that, bro. You can't. You can't keep doing that because that's you're just going to end up killing somebody we need or going to prison and ruin your own life.
0: Rest in peace to Nipsey. Rest Hussle. in
1: peace to Nipsey Hustle. Like that street shit that you guys are. I listen to YNW Melly. Perfect example. He's on trial for double murder, and I like his music, and his music is about murder, you know. But I will never advocate for what he's doing or the situation that he's on. And as soon as that, uh, I read the articles about him going down for murder and shit. I was like, probably, bro. Listen to your music. This is the life you live. This is where you're coming from, and you haven't made the conscious decision to get out yet. You're still in. So until you are out, and we can be like, all right, all right, he's out of it. Nah, he didn't do all that. We need him. Bro, we don't need you yet, bro, because you you need us. You need us to help you get out of your situation. You need the fans, you need the infrastructure, you know. So I want to I want to I want to go to Mark and, and ask mm-hmm. ask Mark about about this situation because we also just uh behind the scenes looked up the what was it? The death the we the, looked up we, how many artists yeah. have
0: been murdered
1: like in the what art, genre? In, in we, genres, yeah, we looked up. Genre. We looked different. We looked up different genres of artists who were murdered, as opposed to you know suicide or killed, yeah. killed naturally,
0: you know. And the majority of them is hip hop. So what does that a, say a, to a, you, Mark? As <laughs> someone who's an objective kind of listener, but not like I'm emotionally invested in Houston Crip murder rap. <laughs> <laughs> so I've I have this weird American compartmentalization of like. I ignore some things, but I don't ignore other things. So, like, as somebody who can be objective, what do you think of everything you've seen, heard, researched? What are your thoughts?
2: Um, Well, so we looked up a Wikipedia article that was a list of musicians that have been murdered. And according to that, there's, like, 11 or 12 in the last 10 years. No, the last—since 2002 till present. And it was, like, 50% were rappers. Right. 50% were another— genres but rap, uh rapping has the biggest yeah. share <laughs> of that um and so like i was um mentioning earlier i think uh it's a byproduct of um economic factors mm-hmm. what neighborhood you grow up in um what you have to do to survive and uh also maybe a reflection of like I, I like what you said earlier, like, um, it's a uh, murder rap can be an outlet for, you know, these negative things, you know, like what a t- terrible thing to go through and like, um, to have an outlet musically to speak about it is a wonderful thing. Um, but also I think that some, um, there's like a distinguishment between art that is, um, uh, releasing these negative emotions and art that is glorifying mm. these things. And I think in some parts of hip hop and rap, there is a glorification of violence. Um, you know, like it's like a flexing music, like, Oh, like I'm so hard, but I like do this. Yeah. Um, I think that, uh, reflection promotes violence or can, you know, mm-hmm. in, um, Like if you're if that if that's what you're around and that's someone you look up to and you want to reflect them, then maybe you're more likely to be violent. Yeah. So. So when we
0: look at hip hop, like because in the era that we live in, we talk about selective morality, how there's some things that we choose to silence R. Kelly. And there's some things that we'll choose to ignore, like Michael Jackson, Michael Jackson. (laughs) Let's, Let's let's keep it 100. So it's like with hip hop what is better if we go, yep, some things we're going to allow, some things we're not, or do we drain this whole shit and start over? If you ain't talking about shit that's progressive, we're just not even going to accept it. Because one of the two is going to make it easier for people to swallow. If we can just accept that there's double standards, it almost makes it easier. Or if we say, all this shit's fucked up, if you talk about fucked up shit, you're
1: canceled. But what about the, there was a mm-hmm. gangster rap movement. You can't, you can't ignore a movement that broke mm-hmm. through and changed barriers. Mm-hmm. We, we can't just take that away. Now we can't be like, all right, the breakthrough that you guys had is a little too far now. Mm-hmm. So we're, you're done. We're done with mm-hmm. this gangster rap shit. So my question <laughs> to you is why not? Why not? Because they, they, they broke those barriers down already. It's hard to put those barriers back up.
2: Right. But there's like, this is an age old discussion. This is exactly the discussion that happened when, Gangster rap like became mainstream. It's like it's promoting violence. Like uh well, it becomes it's almost like warfare. It's like you
0: use certain tactics to get to a certain point. But at what point are those tactics obsolete if not hurting you? If the Mm -hmm. enemy knows you're gonna do certain things, at what point do you change your tactics? So it's like we needed gangster rap to get us in the door, we needed gangster rap to say fuck the police y'all need to see what they doing to us but now that we see that gangster rap has also has downsides like we're murdering our our leaders so like is something like right. gangster is something like gangster rap that used to be mm. an asset for us mm-hmm. something that's been detrimental to us it's almost like when you take antibiotics you take antibiotics
2: at first and they help you but then you take them so long that they start hurting you i feel like we can't blame rap for murder like just like that's
1: right like ice talking... cube said that ice cube song oh gangster rap made me do it that that's what he's saying he's playing on yeah. that oh <laughs> you guys want to blame gangster rap for all this crime shit yeah. but that's not but what the it's crime about. is happening the crime is the reason gangster rap is uh, is going yeah. down you yeah. know the the inner yeah. cities and this gang banging shit is the reason niggas are making gang music not the other way around so i feel what you're saying but i feel like the the mu- Will, will, the, will muting the music stop the violence is the question. I don't know if it will. I think I we need to change
0: the culture because the music is mm-hmm. only because when we, when we talk about the Sensei Setsu show, we call it society and hip hop culture. Hip hop is a culture. Hip hops not a genre. Music is just a piece of our culture. So if we take gangster rap and we go. Gangsta rap has no place in hip-hop culture, which hip-hop culture is black American culture. Because right now it's intertwined. So the problem is is now, if you're a hip-hop artist in the culture, it's almost your destiny to die in your own city. Oh, my God. Is it not? I <laughs> mean... Like, let's talk about what it... It's almost your destiny. If you stay in your city and you're in hip-hop, someone's going to get you because someone's like... I will make a name off of getting you because that's hip hop. Right. So do we need to change what hip hop is that if you murder Nipsey Hussle in the black community, you essentially get segregated, demonized, ostracized. We come and get you and we make it. So it's like, no, killing a black man is like when we look at, I don't want to compare it to Planet of the Apes because so many conservatives are going to be like, see, y'all are monkeys. But... (laughs) Caesar had a point where he said, apes don't kill apes. The the worst crime you can make in their civilization is killing one of our own. That is literally like the worst, the, the scum of the earth. But gang culture is killing our own. So do we glorify people saying, I ran off on the plug twice, but the plug is your own? Or do we go... If you do dirt, like it's like old mafia or Yakuza, where it's right. like, there's a code. We sell drugs, but never in our own community because we know this shit is bad. Why would I do that to my people? That's almost a sin right. to do that to
1: my and own. I, and I want to ask Mark that I want to, I want to run this by Mark. Do you, do you believe in, in, um, in mute protesting. That's what I'm going to call it. I'm going to call it. Or do you believe in mute protesting? How, how now all of a sudden we care about these artists' morality and what they're doing with their lives. And we're going to start in, uni- in unity muting people that we think isn't good. Mm. Do you think that is going to work? Or do you think that's going to be a slippery slope that's going to cause for people to just be like,
2: well, if you don't like a mute them. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Well, if you don't like them, mute them <laughs> is a way of promoting... Uh, what you do like um, so you know like if what you're saying is we need to glorify uplifting things in hip hop well if you listen to those music to those musicians that are glorifying uplifting things they're getting more plays so that's going to be more popular and right. if more people mm. do that more people will make that music to appeal to more of the people that are listening to it exactly um, it's like in this election, I voted for a third party because I didn't like Hillary. I think she's corrupt and was influenced by bankers and took the money w- from tyrants WC. and Donald Trump. The W. Um, I, there's nothing to say. <laughs> Not there. <laughs> so I voted for a third party. Right. and So many people I know are like, you can't vote for third party or just like lesser of two evils. But I'm showing my support that like we need something different. So um, you got to show your support. And uh, I think, yeah, that that is a powerful way to. OK, it's making it's about making
0: what you want popular. It's what Mark is saying is why Kanye West was so important to hip hop, because if you think about it, Kanye West came out in a time where if you weren't gangster. You couldn't make hip-hop right. And Kanye was the first artist to go, I wear a backpack, I wear a backpack, I talk about my story, I talk about women and life and girls and race and I'm not hood. And he almost made that cool. He made that acceptable to be a backpack rapper. I know you guys can't see the visuals, but I did quotations. Backpack. Mm-hmm. That backpack rap has almost saved hip-hop because when it wasn't okay to be a gangster, hip-hop died. And then Soldier Boy was just dancing around for a second until the fruits of Kanye, like Kendrick and J. Cole, were like, it's fine to just be an introspective rapper, be who you thinker, are. Right. be who you are. So it's like, I feel like hip-hop culture is at wars with itself, where it was based on fuck the police. Gangsta shit, because that's the only way we got what we got is getting it by any means mm-hmm. versus it's OK to be an artist and be accepted. It's almost like we're st- still fighting the same Martin Luther King versus Malcolm X. Debate. Yeah. Do we assimilate and we just say, hey, we're a part of the culture and we can be law abiding citizens that do black shit. Or y'all don't like black shit. So black shit is about to be and, volatile and, and, this is a, and we're about to do whatever it takes till we get our recognition. And this is
1: another, another interesting aspect that I, I want to get your opinions and say, because Cardi B is a Latina. She's not necessarily black, you know, she is, you know, she, whatever, you know, the lineage, but she's, she's, she's Latina. So now are we responsible for her? Are we not responsible for her? Because if we're gonna mute people and, and we're gonna we're gonna start holding people accountable for, for their image and their brand and and she her brand is as fast as it comes. You know, she you can't let your little girls listen to her or else they're gonna, you know, end up corrupt early. So that being said, who is it, is it up to us because it it's is. hip-hop? It is. Or is it up
0: to us because these black men are killing black men? No, it is up to us because we can't celebrate Cardi B for being a breath of fresh, fresh air for female hip-hop and then criticize her for the same thing we celebrated. We loved Cardi B because she was real. So then when she got too real, we can't go, oh, oh, no, oh, shit. That's not, too real. too That's fucking.
3: too real. We
0: didn't do the same shit with fucking Rich Homie Kwan. We didn't do that same shit with Rick Ross. We didn't do that same shit. Shit with we, any of that. We them. tried.
3: I mean, we it. tried, Stop man. We, Rick
0: Ross came out and said, put Molly on her champagne, sheeny, and know it. Took her home and enjoyed that, sheeny, know it. They made her and apologize. People went, yeah. <laughs> they, made, they made him apologize. And all he it. had to do was go, I'm sorry. And we yeah. stopped that. So it's like, that's what <laughs> I'm saying. If we're going to. If we're going to expect- give them a the
1: platform like that, we have to be if, able to tear it down hip-hop, just as If much.
0: hip-hop is the only genre, because if you think about it, hip-hop is the only genre where we expect people to be real. When you see Tom Cruise, nobody squares up with Tom Cruise and goes, can you fight, bro? No, because I know you're an actor. I know Mission Impossible ain't real. So it's like hip-hop is the only thing that when people rap, we go, I expect you to live what you actually do fucking vin diesel can't drive a stick shift but he he was in fast and furious so it's like that's cool because you're an actor so if hip-hop's gonna be the only genre in entertainment that you have to be real we can't as a public go oh shit shit got too real right can we like that's what i'm saying like that's where shit gets blurred because blake sheldon don't gotta live his fucking raps he can sing about whatever the fuck he wants. And no one's going to be like, did you really have a tractor? <laughs> did you really have a farm? Have you really been mutton busting? <laughs> I learned what mutton busting was. That's just crazy. Shout out to Utah County. Shout out to everybody bustin. listening to Utah County the, who taught me about mutton busting where they <laughs> riding in sheeps. But that's what I'm saying. Like nobody expects country. Nobody expects Adam Levine, Britney Spears, fucking all these people to live their shit. But, like, if Cardi talks about, I was a New York Bronx stripper, here's what being a New York Bronx stripper (laughs) comes with. Sorry if you don't like it or not. But now,
1: is is she still about that? You do you believe she's still bad about it, or do it you think? Was, because she's so real. You got to remember, there's, there's that, there's that Nicki Minaj other side of it where you did that young shit and then you you moved on and now you're a whole different persona. exactly what she's Jay- not a different persona yet. She but, hasn't. But that's what Jay Z
0: said. I rap about what I've been through, so y'all don't have to do it. Believe it or not, there's a lot of girls out here drugging and scamming niggas that right. we just don't talk of about. Course. So Cardi B is the first person to say, hey, this is something that's going on that society doesn't talk about. I'm going to be the first person to talk about it. But is she it. drugging and, and robbing niggas? All not right. currently. No, not
1: currently. But how do we know? Because was how do f- we know? Because Go even ahead, that Mark. but
0: that interview was a flashback. It wasn't a current thing. That was something she said. Right, way, but she hasn't oh, atoned for uh, that.
2: You will, Yeah, so wait, wait. Would you All right, you have no problem that she said it and like people reacted how they did, but would you like to see her um Say, have an apology, right. or it, or at least like have like some sort of uh, sympathy. Uh, that's a great question.
0: So when yeah. Jay Z was talking about selling crack, did any of you guys go? Jay Z needs to apologize to the community <laughs> for selling crack. Fucking no! None of y'all said that. So don't be selective on your morality. You have to have a don't be for selective everyone. on what you want apologies for. If you didn't make waka Flocka Gucci Mane, fucking. Uh, every other nigga that sold coke, drugs, everything else to apologize, then she doesn't have to apologize. Don't do this. Because if you're going to do this, then we got to do it for everyone. But that's what you're saying, though. You you were just saying no, that, that, I'm on side. that It's like everybody
1: in, in the hip-hop community needs to now be accountable. No, 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 no. So no. you no, can't not let Cardi no, B no. not be accountable. No,
0: I said I'm on whatever y'all trying to do. If we're going to say there's double standards and there's dualities I'm okay with that if we're gonna say everybody needs to atone for their sins I'm okay with that too what I'm not okay with is some people gotta atone for their sins and some people don't that's bullshit to me it's almost like the gun conversation if we're gonna take guns away from everybody I'm down But if not, then everybody should have guns. (laughs) Right? Because the safest place is a gun. If you've been to a shooting range, the nicest people, the most fucking polite people, because they know everybody's strapped. They're safe. So it's like hip hop. It's like everybody got a past. So everybody should be safe to talk about their past or all y'all niggas need to apologize or go to jail for your past. Well, and that well, that's that's and we can lock everybody up, (laughs) but we can start over because I don't, I didn't do none, I didn't sell no drugs, so I'm fine. That and that's (laughs) That's either way, music clan goes on. I didn't do none (laughs) of that shit. But all I'm saying is like, yeah, because I had to look into myself as an artist. I compartmentalize a lot. I love artists that shoot their whole block up. So who am I to go, yeah, NFL cartel bow no, no, can you, you carry love, 50 you love You love their music. You have to stop. You, you love See, but that's music. where
1: I started with. You don't love the lifestyle. You can't. Cardi, you can't
0: advocate that lifestyle. But that's what I'm saying. Cardi just came out and said it in the wrong platform. Because if she writes it in a book, nobody, right. says nobody says shit about it. If she raps it in a song... Back in the day, I used to do this, but I don't do like nobody says shit about it. It's just the fact that because celebrity has changed and now being a celebrity is you need to be as real and as accessible as possible. She made the mistake of admitting something on social media and left it up to the court of public opinion to judge her and they're always going to judge you as guilty. Right. <laughs> so the big mistake she, the only mistake she made is how she divulged this information. You needed to put it in something that it was I personally believe it was the follow-up. I'm never going to
1: knock somebody for how they how they uh, they came up and how they they got their success, you know, until you are now at the gates of transitioning from that past life. You can't, you you can't, you can't be a warlord and then come to the, and then then come to a new society and be like, okay, well, I'm still a warlord, but I'm rich now and and I'm ready to help you guys out, you know? No, we don't want your warlord money, bro. That's not what we want. We want, we want good money to help, to help our, our fucking situation go down, you know? What we can't have is you still doing and committing atrocities that you're not, that you, that I guess she is ashamed of whatever she wants to sue, but that you said you had to do.
0: You didn't have to do that. How you, can you say that? You didn't have to do but that. But How can you say that? Say what? How can you say she didn't have to do that? You weren't in her situation. Because nobody has to do that. So then, up, <laughs> So then, lock up every rapper that's talked about. I'm not saying lock them drink. up though. <laughs> I, that's I'm not saying lock
1: them up. I'm just saying that you they so have. You to, want they a have, lot of apologies. They have to, it's not even an apology. They you just you just have to understand that. People are gonna judge you off your actions. So once your actions become new knowledge to people, you have to have a new rebuttal for why
0: you're a changed. And but my person. thing is, this. or
1: you're still that same person. But that Your my, actions, you are your actions. Think, you but my
0: thing is, is how dare society judge certain people and not judge everybody? And that's fact because they don't judge everybody. They don't. Nobody judges future for fucking perpetuating drug culture in America that's killing multiple children. No one's saying future. You need to apologize for creating an opioid. Embedemic in hip hop and America in general. Nobody's saying he needs to atone for his fucking sins. That's what I'm saying. You can't select who you want to be in that position. Either everybody needs to do it or shut the fuck up. Because Cardi yeah, B, because right. Cardi B shouldn't be raising your daughters. That's the reality. It's <laughs> the reality of the situation. She's telling her story. Congratulations. And you but heard if, her story, judge her accordingly. Boom. Judge her accordingly. Boom. Mm. So if we're going to judge everybody accordingly, I'm fine with that. But you're not about to judge one person and just be like, I'm going to ignore the 1,276 rappers that have done everything in right. Because again, it's like people are trying to break it down being like, well, she's like Bill Cosby, but it's like, no rape and robbery are different crimes is like, look at law. Like just ask yourself if you got drugged and the cops came to you and said, Hey, a, you got raped. <laughs> B, you got robbed. What the fuck are you gonna? What outcome would you rather have? Is my butt. Well, up. the issue is dr- the, the, <laughs> the
1: issue. The issue is is, is drugging. Drugging is crazy. The so are we talking, talking drugging. about
0: drugging somebody? Are we talking about the aspects of drugs? Because ru- running up on the like running off on the plug is the plug gave you drugs and you stole from him. Mm-hmm. So it's just. You giving the plug drugs or the plug we, giving you we, drugs? We understand. What are we talking we, we, about?
1: We, under, we, under, we understand it. We, we, we really do. So, so bottom line is if you are going to live your truth, man, just understand that there's going to be repercussions for admitting your truth. Because not everybody's truth is, is is the same route that everybody else wants to take, you know. So if you are going to have your own platform and speak your own truth and be honest and be real, just be ready to do some explaining. Because that's, that's all I'm saying. You got to be ready to do some explaining. Mark, you, you got any <laughs> anything last words to say on this topic? I don't have. No, nothing. <laughs> like I just don't. Uh, I, I, you think that like Screamo punk rock would have this same issue. If they don't. It's, it's the hip hop thing. You want to know, you know why it's an issue?
0: I feel like it's not the. But music. you want to know why it's not an issue in screamo and punk? Because they all don't that? really
1: come from
2: the the slums, man. Uh, I don't know metal. It's become, metal guitarist Dimebag Daryl. Yeah. <laughs> was, was the murdered. problem
0: is, is their fan base doesn't expect them to live their lyrics. If you just scream in your basement about some shit,
2: nobody's like, "I hope you really actually killed your mom." Yeah, they do. I I think I don't know. I've always. I remember I was shocked when I learned that pop artists didn't write their own songs. <laughs> like I thought that if you were an artist and you were singing that that those were the words coming from your mouth and that was your honest truth. I thought that was true of anybody anywhere. And I, I mean, I was shocked. I don't remember what age I found <laughs> out, like but uh, yeah. Yeah. I agree. <laughs> so I mean, to each
1: his own. Artist artistry is is very artistry is very subjective it's it's really how you take it on so just listen to uplifting great influential music and, and you don't have to really have issues like that so we're gonna go ahead and go to a musical break right now we're gonna come back we're gonna chop it up for a little before mark has to get up out of here so y'all go ahead and enjoy this next song
3: while we chill With an X on the, beat. X on the, beat. X on the beat.
5: Wow. Yeah. yeah. Emotionless floating on water I feel like a savior. All held to the grave a nigga talk down Is evaging the space I'm a burst heavy bubbles, pay me a fuck you? tricking these goofies Hold on to the cookies I'm feeling so loose In my mind on dimensions My thoughts to the ceilings, No roof you can soak In my rain hundred degrees You would think that I'm wing. MOB You would think that I'm stunner I keep it a hundred These niggas can't see me I live in the dark The shadows of legions I pray for the weak Then I pray on your weakness Niggas is tweaking It's only your nose Only addiction is pussy and clothes Treason these reps And I'm busting them off shaped bad Little bro, we're cooking that job. Tell by my walk. Young in a god. I'm not even touching the floor. She in love with my flows on my being, Codeine and back leaning. I just hit your being We listen to party and fuck on the carpet. Told me about you. That shit was a comic. I'm classic a villain. The thief in the night. Fanta, water and sprite. That's all that I like. Trail city like the stars. High riding in the night. They ain't ever gonna stop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Trail city like the stars. High riding in the night. Wolf, Oh all my niggas in the night All black, double black nigga try to hit my jack I ain't never hit a bat Push the whip like a jazz I dialing on your ass Gucci on my ass, Louis on my back. Bushlands foldin' on water I fall like a savior, i held to the grave If a nigga talk down, it's in the space I'ma burst every bubble, spam me And fuck through these niggas with the living like goofies I swear I don't trust them, demons for clout Better run when my demons come out Young bull so aquatic, I flow in her mouth and a. Dripping like water. Dark night, how we hang out the windows and shit won't be tinning. I push it like Renity These niggas is flexing, they look like some licks. Running your shit like a trap me, playing like an athlete. LeBron and his bitch, on in the bitch, on in the bitch. Emotionless floating on water. I felt like a savor. I held to the grade of a nigger. Talked down as invasion in space. I'm a first heavy bubble. Pay me a fuck. Tricking these goofies, all out to the cookies. I'm feeling so loose in my mind on dimensions. My thoughts to the sinners. No roof. You can soak them. My rain. Five
1: hundred degrees, you would think that I'm And that was Vinny Cassius, 500 degrees. Yeah. From that new project, Revenge Until Death. So shout out to Vinny Cassius. He, he was just on. On, on the episode What episode was that? used with uh, Adam Banks Yeah, the Adam, the Adam Banks and, and Vinny Cash's episode But welcome back Sensei Said So Show Make sure y'all check out the website SenseiSaidSo.com Got all the content All the music Shout out to Distillery 36 Shout out to 801 Customs Shout out to this real vodka we got in our cup right now. It had, it not had us loose. We just... That's what I'm saying. This it's show just, has been going crazy, especially off wax. We've been going
0: crazy off the wax. The <laughs> podcast, y'all don't hear some of the most fire content, and that's us. And And if this episode was a little bit different for you, if the format was a little bit different, that's because we're off that vodka, and it gave us a different energy. So... That's just how you know that when you tap into Distillery 36 and you tap into what they and Surreal Art have collaborated on, you're going to get a different vibe. So I hope you guys listen to the Sensei Said So Show and you can go, oh, they were on the Spiced on that one. (laughs) Oh, they were on the Silver on that one. And now you can go, oh, they were on the Vodka. The Vodka Vodka
4: for
1: that one. But we also got Mark Engel in the building and hey. He's he's been here with us while we ran. Mark, how how, how you how you felt about the
2: episode today? We <laughs> I, I feel like the the best things we said were off the wax. <laughs> so <laughs> they really were. <clears throat> you gotta tune in and, and hear what what's coming next. Exactly. Yeah.
0: yeah exactly. The only thing that I will share from what we just talked about off wax is that there's another there's another level that this show can go. That if you continue to support us and grow with us, because we know that if we give y'all everything and it's too early, they going to come for us. Mm. Rest in peace to Nipsey. Mm. So we want to make sure that before we give y'all everything that you guys keep supporting and we can build a clan, we can build the insulation where when we say these things, it's a safe space where it's like, Y'all can't touch us. This is a place for people who think like us and want to have the discussions that are going to change and fix problems in society and culture can be safe to talk about it without fear of being judged, without fear of reprimand, without fear of hate from your city, mm-hmm. from just trying to be different and build your own infrastructure or yeah. ask the questions or start the conversations. So while Damn, I wish y'all could hear the kind of things we talk about off wax. I understand that we're going to give it to you in due time. In
3: due time. time.
0: And run up,
1: get done up. By the way. Right. (laughs) Because we don't play that. So just in case y'all thought it was soft over here, it is not. Run up, get done up. We protect our, our, uh, our intellectual property like it is our own children. Understand that and that's what you have to do to be in this industry. So He's mark any last words before before you get up out of here that you have for your your fans and your followers, you know, spread spread your message out.
2: Um yeah, you can follow me Instagram at Markskeys. I might need to change the name since I'm, I'm Since you're not, you're not the Mark Skis anymore, uh, the
1: Mark Beats. Hey. Uh,
0: Marky Beats. <laughs> I like Mark Angles, but it's changed the name Angles because you be coming with the angles. Like, I love the questions that you ask because the questions that you ask present an angle for a discussion mm. that people need to have. It's a different angle.
1: But yeah, make sure yeah, make sure you guys follow Mark. Um Mark, just one last question. What so? Where are you going from here? For all the people that have been following your ski journey and and your your you know your, your athletic journey, what can they look forward from you now? And what are you going what what are you gonna be doing now from here on that they can support because they're gonna want to.
2: Um, well, I'm gonna continue my involvement with this podcast. I'm, yeah, hey, hey, I'm gonna be editing and maybe I'll come on a little more and talk because i really enjoyed uh this conversation and i enjoyed a lot of the things we had to say off the wax um i really want to do what i can to improve society for people and and like having conversations like this in this space where um you're safe to throw out ideas and and uh and talk about it i think that's all that's why I'm involved with this podcast. That's what got me involved from the start. So um, I'm excited to continue this. Um, I'm also going to continue my education yes. and uh, be a history uh, teacher. <laughs> maybe one day. A history major. <laughs> I'm studying history. It's uh, One of the things I look back on your
0: situation that I feel like is really unique is as an athlete and how your journey is never wasted is your athleticism allowed you to see and go to so mm. many different places the, the and get you. so many so per- cool. perceptions that people ha- especially around here
2: literally could not I couldn't, imagine. I couldn't trade that for anything. I've, I've asked myself a lot this year, what, like, what did I value from this time the most, you know? Mm-hmm. And it goes back to like friendships, the people I met and the places I went mm. and like, being a part traveling to somewhere where my culture isn't the main culture. I'm like, I got to prove myself sort of that sort of feeling. Um, that's invaluable to me and I think helps me to connect, uh, with more people than, than I ever would have. So,
0: uh, well hopefully we can find not only one, but two and three and four and five Different ways for you to share your experiences and share the different things that you've seen, or even just you sparking the conversation that becomes answers. Because we don't have to do everything here at the Sensei Setsu so Show here at Music Clan Media, but as long as we do something, mm-hmm. we're doing our part. And that's one of the things I feel like is most tragic about Nipsey dying is he was one of the people that I feel was doing something. Doing many things. So we're going to keep our head down. We're going to keep each other safe. And we're going to make sure that all of us figure out the best way to do something. Because this is the Sensei Said So Show. I am your Sensei, Vio Sensei, 36th Dread Kage and a music clan, 10th Tribal of Wakanda. And really, we're just trying to give the people what they want and most importantly, what y'all need. Yup, and y'all already know who
1: it is It's Shadow the Gold Tooth Villain Leader of the Water Nation Your one leader that will never leave y'all To some gun violence Because I keep a strong nation with me And we will forever prosper Regardless of the situations that people hate in this city R.I.P. Nipsey R.I.P. the West Coast We gonna come back stronger than ever This is the Sensei Says So Show We'll catch y'all next time